Cain and Abel, Ramos and Romulus, Mary and Anne Boleyn, Job and Michael Bluth. History is fraught with bitter sibling rivalries that have torn countries and families apart while shaping history and the world we live in. Today, through the magical marvels of modern technology, we bring you one such story. Intrigue, betrayal, rumors of infidelity, and Nazis. But first, a word from Fiber Sticks. Feeling stuck all the time, stuck in traffic, stuck waiting in tiresome lines, stuck in the middle of the week, wishing the weekend would come quicker, you can't control being stuck all the time. However, you can control what's stuck inside of you. Introducing Fiber Sticks, a delicious breakfast to help you slide into each new day with a smile on your face. Each small fiber rod is packed with as much psyllium husk and 100% bran as can possibly fit, giving you a powerful fiber punch each morning. Enjoy Fiber Sticks with a cool, refreshing glass of milk poured all over for taste and to help you get it down. Fiber sticks, so good, super effective. And now, we return to our tale, back to Germany, just before the turn of the 19th century. Bavaria, beautiful, breathtaking forests and mountains. In northern Bavaria, on the sleepy Aurach River, lies the quiet Franconian town of Herzogenaurach, it's here, in this pleasant village, that cobbler Christoph Dassler lives with his wife Algirdas. Ever industrious and searching for ways to improve the family's station in life, Algirdas operates a laundry service from out of the Dassler home. In 1898, the Dasslers are parents to two young children, lively Fritz, six years of age, and sweet Marie, who is but four. In March of that same year, the Dosslers welcome a new addition to the family, a healthy boy, Rudolph, who's nicknamed Rudy. Just two years later, in 1900, Adolf, the third son of the family, is born. While Christoph is busy making shoes and slippers, the four Dossler children help their mother with the laundry business, delivering clean laundry throughout the town. The youngest Dossler, Adolf, or Addy, as friends and family know him, grows into a fine young man and finishes school in 1913. Although Addy faithfully completes an apprenticeship with a baker, he shows a keen interest in shoe manufacture and athletic equipment. Addy is conscripted by the German army in 1918, toward the end of the Great War. Upon his return, Addy finds that his mother's laundry business is no longer in operation. This gives young Adi an idea. Why not use the old laundry shed behind the house as a place to explore his burgeoning interest in athletic shoe manufacture? And so, by 1920, he has set up a small shoe manufacturing operation in the old family laundry shed. By 1923, older brother Rudolph wants to join in the fun. Say, brother, how about we join forces? And so, the two Dassler brothers set off on a long, winding journey that would give so much to the world and take so much away from the Dassler family, as well as divide a town.
Welcome to the Immortal Souls Podcast, where we explore the history, stories, myths, legends, and hype that make shoes what they are today. We are Jared and Nick, two brothers with a passion for shoes. We are excited to have you along for the journey. In the 1920s, Adolf and Rudolf were partners in the Dossler Brothers Sports Shoe Company, operating out of their mother's laundry room in the small German town of Herzogenaurach. Adolf, Adi, Dossler was the quiet, thoughtful craftsman who designed and made the shoes, complemented by the older Rudolf, Rudy, who was the extroverted salesman. Although the brothers joined the Nazi party when Hitler seized power in 1933, it didn't stop them from getting legendary African-American track star Jesse Owens to wear their shoes as he competed and won four gold medals in the 1936 Olympics. This was the Olympics performance that completely dismantled Hitler's warped vision of Aryan supremacy. Owens's victory also gave the shoes international exposure and sales of the Dossler's product exploded. But the success created new tensions in the brothers' relationship, already strained by the fact that their families lived in the same villa despite their wives not getting along. There were several incidents that were said to have precipitated their conflict, but the most commonly accepted account took place during World War II when the Allies were bombing Herzogenaurach. As Adi and his wife climbed into a bomb shelter already occupied by Rudy and his wife, he exclaimed, The dirty pig dogs are back again! Most likely, Adi was referring to the Allied forces. However, Rudy was convinced that the remark was directed at him and his family. A feud, one of the most epic and bitter in business history, was born. We will probably never know the real reason why Adi and Rudy fell out. Elderly residents in this 13th century town have their own opinions. They say the brothers split because Adi slept with Rudy's wife, that their wives loathed each other, that Rudy fathered Adolf's son, and that Rudy was possibly stealing money from the company. Whatever the actual reason, this animosity and hatred were real. As World War II progressed, Rudy was called up for service, and he suspected Adi and his wife had schemed to get him sent to the front so they could have him out of the way at work in the shoe factory. Later, Rudy was arrested, first for deserting his post and then by the Allies on suspicion of working for the Gestapo. On both occasions, Rudy was convinced that Adi was the one ratting him out. Ultimately, his suspicions were confirmed by information in a report filed by an American investigating officer. Information that pointed to Adi as a supplier of incriminating information on his brother to the Allied forces. While Rudy languished in a prisoner of war camp, Adi rebuilt the business, selling shoes to American GIs. Rudy was eventually released and war crime charges were dropped. Nevertheless, the Dossler brothers' conflict escalated until finally the brothers split the company in two in 1948, dividing the assets and the employees between themselves. Adi would go on to name his company Adidas, a combination of his nickname Adi and an abbreviation of his last name Dossler, hence Adidas. 
Rudy attempted the same by first naming his company Ruda, but eventually changed it to the more appealing and athletic-sounding Puma. The two built competing factories on opposite sides of the river Arach and quickly became responsible for much of Herzogenaurach's economy, with nearly everyone working for one company or the other. As the entire town got caught up in the Dossler family feud, the rivalry reached ridiculous proportions. There were local businesses that served only Adidas or only Puma people. Dating or marrying across company lines was forbidden. Puma and Adidas people would only socialize and drink at pubs designated as Puma pubs or Adidas pubs. And Herzog-Gnaurach became known as the town of bent necks since people first looked at which company's shoes you were wearing before deciding to talk to you. While Rudy had the sales staff and was better at moving product, Audi had the technical know-how and better relationships with athletes who could provide exposure, which proved to tip the business skills in favor of Adidas, with Puma constantly playing catch-up. However, in focusing so heavily on each other, both the companies were slow to react to the threat of Nike, which would come to dominate the athletic footwear industry, leaving them far behind as the number two and number three athletic shoe companies in the world. It wasn't until 2009 when employees of both Adidas and Puma symbolized the end of six decades of feuding by playing a friendly soccer match. Well, it used to be the two founders that decided to split after having worked together for decades. It became kind of a family feud, but that's part of history. Now we are just regular competitors. You know, we are enjoying what we do. We love our brands, but we're coming here together to play for peace. Could I do believe that this is kind of a historical uh, moment uh, because as you all know and have analyzed it, it is uh, more than 60 years uh, that uh, the companies haven't spoken to each other and I think it was a great idea from Jochen because he was the inspirator for that uh, and uh, today uh, we're all quite excited. By then, the Dossler brothers had both died more than 30 years prior, within four years of each other. Rudy Dossler died on October 27, 1974, of lung cancer at the age of 76. Adi, four years later, the age of 78. Even in death, the animosity continued as the brothers were buried at opposite ends of the same cemetery as far away from each other as possible. The story of Adidas, Pumas, and the Dossler's feud is so complicated. On the one hand, there is a story of success, a real pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps, rags-to-riches tale for not just an individual, but for two brothers who found individual success and created iconic global brands. However, one cannot ignore the lingering questions, like storm clouds looming, of what might have been, how would things have ended up if the brothers had been able to move past their differences? I find myself looking past the business success story and thinking about how their personal lives might have been more peaceful, happier, more full of real joy if they'd been able to enjoy that special friendship that only brothers can have until their final days. I think about my own life and my own brothers. I have five brothers, and I realize that no amount of material success is worth losing that friendship and that love with any of those brothers, or any of my family and loved ones for that matter. 
I can't help but think that these guys and many other people who have had long-standing grudges against each other or who are estranged with family members or what have you, I can't help but think that if when on their if on their deathbeds or even if they just are reflecting back on their own lives, if they maybe would have given up some of their business successes or material wealth to do things differently with their relationships uh, with the people in their lives, to mend relationships with siblings or with parents or to forgive or even to ask forgiveness. Uh, obviously, it's a bit cliched to say that we have only one life, but it's true. I know that I want to make sure that I live a life without regrets and especially with no regrets with respect to the people that I love and care about in my life. And, you know, it's interesting how when people face their mortality, it's kind of interesting to me how how quickly things come into perspective. Many times things that once were important, they're not so important anymore. And the things that really matter all of a sudden come into clear focus. So I know that I would be curious to see the thoughts of either Rudy or Adi on their deathbeds. I would be curious to see if either maybe of them perhaps had a secret change of heart or maybe not. I guess we'll never know for sure what went on between the two brothers or how they actually felt about each other. And one thing that is a little bit interesting when you mentioned their deathbed, um, there's actually one story I read out there that when Rudy was on his deathbed, the priest uh, sent a message to Adi saying that, you know, his brother Rudy was about to die and if he would come and speak to him. And Adi uh, actually flat out refused to come and speak to Rudy. I, I can't help but feel kind of sad that that is how things ended up between them. And it's, you know, kind of a shame. But again, I guess it is what it is. I began researching for this episode, just really looking for a story about you know, two shoe brands, Adidas and Pumas, that came from the same family. Um, and in the end, this story took me on this winding path and caused me to think long and hard about the importance of the people in our lives and the importance of forgiveness. According to the Mayo Clinic, actually, they say that there are actual physical benefits to letting go of grudges and bitterness. Um, it can make way for improved health and peace of mind. The Mayo Clinic says that forgiveness can actually lead to healthier relationships, improved mental health, less anxiety, stress, and hostility, lower blood pressure, fewer symptoms of depression, a stronger immune system, improved heart health, and improved self-esteem. One quick thought, thinking about forgiveness, I think oftentimes the act that hurt or offended us, it might always be with us, but forgiveness can really lessen its grip on us and it can help free us from the control of the person who might have caused that harm. Forgiveness can even lead to feelings of understanding or empathy or compassion for the person who hurt us. Forgiveness can bring a kind of peace that helps us go on with life. Forgiveness is freeing up and putting to better use the energy once consumed by holding grudges, harboring resentments, and nursing unhealed wounds. And failing to forgive can only magnify our pain and it increases our burdens. I think it's important to remember that the past is written in stone and it cannot be changed. And we just need to focus our energy on today because today we have the power to choose to forgive. And so that's why when I think about this story, I think, you know, sure, it's fantastic that we have Puma and Adidas, again, two iconic global brands, but at what cost? 
Personally, I wonder what the Dossler brothers could have accomplished if they had sought to forgive each other and continue building their business together. And in any case, for their sake, for the sake of their families and for the sake of Herzog and Aurach, I am firmly of the opinion that had the brothers remained friends and were able to move forward and forgive one another and continue to work together, I feel like that would have actually been the greater success story, the more meaningful and important success story than the actual birth of Puma and Adidas. To close with the words of Martin Luther King Jr., he said, The beauty of genuine brotherhood and peace is more precious than diamonds or silver or gold. And, I would add, is more precious than any shoe. this episode of the Immortal Souls podcast. For more information, show notes, pictures, or just to say hi, check us out at immortalsoulspodcast.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Original theme music by Scott Spriggs. Five-star reviews are always helpful and hugely appreciated. Until next time, keep walking the roads less traveled.